Hi guys, this is Sarah from Weird Horizon Podcast and you are listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out our merch and all episodes. Also, please look for our social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Bigfoot Club One. That's Bigfoot Club number one. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads on YouTube. Check out our new sponsor. For your Bigfoot size coffee cravings, visit cbgindustries.store. They have over 40 products to choose from. When you enter promo code FIRSTSIP, you will receive a discount on your first order. Remember, every moment has its flavor. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 5, Episode 8. I'm here with my nephew, Steven. Steven, say what's up. What's up? Hey man, we haven't done a show in a while. I know, it's been like, what, a month? <laughs> Maybe, it was like three weeks or something. Yeah. Not not since the great hot sauce incident. Yeah, oh yeah, that is right, yeah. We did the hot sauce, it which was, was great. Which was Episode 100. Yes, and that one was, those hot sauces were, the hottest one was actually my favorite. Which uh, one? Did, did we talk about which one was our favorite? Uh, the last one. The, I think. It was like the real one. We're like, oh, this is going to be super hot, and it actually had more flavor. It had flavor, yeah. Yeah, and then and then you dipped all three. I dipped all three, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't sleep the rest of the night. Um, but no, it was it was when we went to Oklahoma. Yeah, and we went to a concert. We went to Cat Fest twenty twenty three. Saw I Prevail, Bad Omens, my favorite band right now, and uh, Godsmack. Godsmack, all right, mm-hmm. right on. Yeah, Sully was great, man. I, I didn't think he was gonna. Is he is he pretty good live? Yes, he was. Re- he surprised because I saw a lot of YouTube videos. I guess it's just the YouTube video quality. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, Sully sounds kind of rough. I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy this, but he sounded great, and uh, he tried really hard not to curse because they were at a zoo. It's a zoo amphitheater, mm. and he was all like, "Yeah, you know, Do they have kids there." Yeah, there was like kids. There was babies there. So he was all like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to curse. And he goes, he goes, I don't understand. Like it was like super quiet. Cause we're all tired. Mm-hmm. He goes, I don't understand why there's 12,000 people in this, in this place. And it can be that fucking quiet. Oh shit. I curse. Damn it. Oh, well there we go. You got me started now. <laughs> so it was, it was a good concert. So did you get dehydrated at all? No, no, we did not. Good. We, we drank a lot of water and we, uh, we Blair got me into the, um, uh, Liquid IV hydration powder things mm-hmm. that you put in your water, and it's really good. I'm not trying to sponsor them or right, push right. them or anything. Hey, spe- speaking of sponsor, we we have a new sponsor. We do. We you do. Wanna, you want to say who it is? It's a uh, former co-host Chris Collips. Yes, he is uh, doing his own. Uh, I think it's CBG Industries dot store. Yes, uh, coffee, and he's going to set us up by sending us some coffee, so that way we can. I don't know. Hopefully, man, we I, do get it. I'm excited about I mean, that. Yeah, I think that's going to be our thing now. We, when if people want to send us stuff to try to push, well, I, I'm I'm for it. Right. If you want to eat it or drink send it, us, send us hot sauce, send coffee, us hot coffee. You know, you know, keep us keep us up at night because we're doing this at 10 yeah. p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be fantastic. But yeah, Chris Collips. So also today, I am super duper excited. We have um, we have all the way from Alabama. In the shed was Wes Anderson. Wes, welcome to the club. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, hey. Thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. Hey man, thanks for coming on. Uh, I, first of all, I just want to tell you, I'm a big fan of your show. 
And I know, I know we're not from, you know, I know your big, your biggest like draw is like in India. So, yes, <laughs> but I'm, I am a big fan of your show. Like I've told you before, I like, I don't really watch the news. I kind of get the news from your show. And, uh, so I just want, I just want to tell you, I'm, I'm a big fan of the show and, and you, you know, I know you reached out to me like in 2021, whenever I was, I was still sick and you reached out to me and asked me to come on your show. And I go, man, I was, I was really honored. Cause I wasn't even doing a show then. And you asked yeah. me to come on your show. So, I, you know, you know, I, I think I was maybe the second guest on your show at, at the time, man, you, you were the first. Guest oh, was I there? ever had. Okay. You were, you, you were. Yeah. Um, super honored to be here. Um, for you to say you're a fan of my show is incredibly uh, kind. Um, I have like 120 people that listen to my show uh, every episode, whereas uh, you guys have over 50,000 downloads. And of of my my 120 people, like you said, 48 of them are from India. Um, so thank you for even listening to my show, let alone coming on as a guest and uh, just being an all-around good guy and friend. And uh, we'll find out tonight if Steven likes me. Wes, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and just... Like I guess bury the hatchet. It's not really a. It's not nothing to bury or anything. But I will say this because when you said I don't, I wonder if Stephen's gonna like me. I I automatically love you because you helped my uncle get out of his funk. Yeah. And oh, what man. I mean, what I mean by funk is that he was going through a very very dark period in his life where you know he was he wasn't too sure if he had the strength mentally, physically, and emotionally to to get up and, and push forward through physical therapy to, to walk again and all that stuff. And he was even saying that, and he didn't even tell me this, that he doesn't want to do podcasts anymore. And you got him out of that funk. And for that, I love you, man. Like it just a simple reaching out and asking him to come to come on your show and all that stuff. Just to, just to talk. I think that's what motivated him even more. And, um, um I'm honored by that. You um, you are definitely the middle piece of the puzzle that got him full again. <laughs> so yeah, Wes, I don't know if I told you that, but like whenever you no. reached out to me, I was I was not happy with my you know with the progress I was doing. Uh, yeah, I, I was still like in a wheelchair. I think at, at the time, and uh, I was mm. not happy with the uh, the physical therapy that I was going through, and I was I was at a pretty dark uh, spot. And my older, I was living with my brother, and he was wanting me to set up the podcast stuff in the next room. And I told him I didn't want to do it because I just, you know, I wanted to focus on me. And and uh, and then you reached out to me. And then I think you reached out to me, and then Terry Kegel reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And, both from Alabama. Uh, yeah, both from Alabama. And uh, and they all both reached out to me. Y'all both asked me to be on, the, be on y'all's show. And I go, man, I go, I must, you know, they must think, you know, I'm all right just to go on their show, so I better – I better, you know, I better get the gear out. So, you know, I got my brother. He pulled out all, you know, like all the gear, and and so I got ready for your show and his show. So, I wanted to thank you for that. Man, that's so that's so cool. Um, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I I've always been interested in Bigfoot and paranormal, and uh, I was trying to find a good podcast about Bigfoot, and I I started listening to three or four different ones, and immediately cut them off because I didn't like the person's accent or the content. Uh, I found Bigfoot Club. I listened to like, I don't know, 15, 20 episodes. Uh, I had just started my own podcast, wasn't very good at it, didn't know what I was doing. I reached out to Bob, I think on Twitter, um, and he was like, why don't you just call me? And so I called him and we talked for like an hour and a half. And I was like, this guy is so cool. He's so nice and helpful. Uh, He gave me some tips about how to record. And then he was like, I'll be on your show on Friday. And I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm ready. I don't know. Yeah. I, that sounds, so that cool. sounds like Robert. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I, what I really, what I would really like is for you and Terry Keegle to get together. That's what I, I would like really, that too. I would really like, cause I know your war ego, he's real tied, but yeah. So, cause, okay. cause you know, he has a really good show. You got a really good show. You're both from Alabama, you know, right. I, I think right. you guys should collaborate. I, I've, I've told him that I said, you need to reach, you need to reach out to Wes. He's, he's a good dude. And well, he does, uh, he does porch matters. Is that his show? Yes. Yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. He, he does a good job. I've, I've listened to his show several times. Yeah, I think I think both of you like like yeah, both got the voice. Yeah, for sure. yeah, like, Wes. I don't. Wes, your voice is like it's very smooth, and it's like you know, I don't, you don't even need to get me a drink, you know, to get things rolling. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I, buy me a drink first. Now, just talk. Uh, I'm I'm all warm and fuzzy. Um, <laughs> I I think it, this is just me. I think you could do play by play for uh, uh, Kentucky basketball. Oh man, that would be that would be a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. so, I agree. So I agree. But uh, I was going to ask you, man what what got you into podcasting? What what is the spark that got Wes Anderson, you know, to get microphones and go to his shed and start doing the show on politics and um, sports and the paranormal? I don't even know, Bob. Um, I've I've always listened to podcasts for for a long time. Uh, always kind of had the idea that one day maybe I would do one. Um, I think I just got to that point. You know, you have have a couple of kids. Life gets busy. Uh, mm-hmm. You start to kind of lose track of yourself in in all of the hassle of being a parent, and you need an outlet. You know, you need a, a hobby. And uh, I, I had a couple of things that I did from time to time, um, but I just I wanted to try, and uh, so I just. Put the money out there and got me a little microphone, and uh, I already had a shed that occupied space in the backyard, and uh, it's the only quiet place that I have, having two kids, uh, seven and under, and so I just kind of came out here and uh, just just gave it my best shot. I've had a good time. I've learned a lot, and I'm I'm just a different kind of cat. Uh, I have a, a wide wide range of interests, and uh, so I started thinking, am I going to do a show about sports? Uh, I could do one about politics. I, I don't know. I really like the paranormal. Uh, maybe a news show. I kind of thought maybe I'll just limit it to an hour, an episode. And then I said, nah, I'm just going to do it all. I'm going to do all three. <laughs> that's, I think, I think that's the way to do it, honestly. Yeah. It's, when you have a podcast, you're automatically saying, well, it has to be something, a segment, like just uh, always talking about that particular topic. Honestly, just, yeah, talk about everything. Cause we, I think we did. The same thing, like you had your wrestling thing, and, yeah, and you did that for a while, and then you you separated it. We still, mm-hmm. I mean, we still talk about wrestling, but I, I'm like, I'm like, eh, you know, it's very limited. It's but. very limited, but we talk about movies, we talk about you know music, we talk about video games, or you know, just anything. Justin Timberlake, right. Justin Timberlake, <laughs> um, yeah, and then we talk about other. Uh, we try to push other people that with their podcasts, and you know, look, I, I love when you guys talk about Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I we do too. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite callbacks, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I had to I had to limit the music on it because whenever I whenever I loaded it on uh, YouTube, I got I got hit all the time. Copyright, the copyright yeah. hits yeah. all the time. So I gotta, yeah. I had to hold back. I you know we just gotta talk about him. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can all, we can always just talk about Justin Timberlake, Man in the Woods. Yeah, li- he yeah. name an album, literally Man of the Woods. <clears throat> so. I mean, what's better? What's better? I always tell people when they say they're going to do a podcast and they ask for advice, which, you know, 
I've had about three people now ask me for advice, so I think that's something. And uh, that's cool. I, yeah, I just tell them just do whatever you find interesting. Don't make a show that is for what you think people want to hear mm-hmm. or what might be popular. Just mm-hmm. do what you what you find interesting and be authentic to yourself. Yep, I think you know. I think with your show, it, it you know I usually listen to it either going driving into work because it's like forty five minutes for me to drive into work. And Damn, I, is I it really, yeah, with Shit. with trap with traffic. So yeah. even coming back, that's a long haul. Yeah, long same haul. way. It, it's the same way coming back. So I usually like listen to your show. You're, you mean, I, I, I've, I know I've said this on our show before. I don't know how you do it by yourself because I could not do it by myself. And you, you are a class act. I, I don't. I'm not just saying it because you're on the show. I'm just saying because, like, man, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I think that's uh, oh, sure you could, Bob. Sure, because I think I asked you that too. I go, what's in it? I go in the shed. I go, does he have? Does he talk with? Or does he have a co-host? Like, no, he does it by himself. I go, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's shit. just a lack of friends. That's all that is. It's a lack of friends. No, it just means no. it just means <laughs> yeah. that it just means that you know that you're a big time parent. Yeah, that's what it means. Well, <laughs> yeah, solo in the mic, and hey, everybody loved Ice Cube after he left NWA. So yeah, I mean, of course. So I, so I'm Ice Cube. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll, I like we'll that. go with that. Yeah. You're the ice cube. You're the ice cube of India. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Shout out! Shout out to my boy Ramesh from India. Ramesh, that's right. <laughs> that's my guy. I, I had a question on on this particular. Whenever the first thing that came to my mind, whenever Robert told me about you, he's like in the shed. I go, he actually does it in the shed. I go, oh, okay. That's and my first. The first thought that came to my mind is like, does he ever run into any like bugs while he's Trying to, you know, record snakes, something, a snake snakes, or, bees. or something, some type of critter where you're just like, you know, hey, this is this is Wes Anderson, like, oh shit, and then sees like a <laughs> freaking, I don't know. Like, do you Guard ever, come, yeah, do you ever come across anything like that? Knock on wood, and if you haven't, the, the thing is, fellas, I'm I'm in Alabama, um, so yes, I, I do deal with bugs and so forth, but there's actually an armadillo. Uh, that is my arch nemesis that lives underneath my shed. Oh, and, uh, so he's yeah. your he's your co-host. <laughs> oh, he's, he's he is my enemy. Uh, okay, that Joker that Joker is digging holes. I'm trying to get him out of here. Um, I see him every three weeks when I leave the shed after recording the show, and we just mm-hmm. glare at each other. You know, give him that hard stare. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that, Pat Paddington Bear? The hard stare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got kids. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Did um, I ever do that to you? No. Okay, I was too scared to do that. No, you didn't. I, I would throw you across the room. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, have you have you tried traps with this guy? Traps with a uh, with Armadillo? No, uh, I have uh, I have poured some things into his hole. Is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told that's how you get rid of an armadillo. You close up his hole. Uh, but he he's a you know he's a tough little guy. Um, I'm actually kind of impressed with him. As much as I despise him. Uh, he's kind of impressive, and I hear that uh, I hear that they take care of some of the the bugs and snakes and stuff. So maybe I should just let him be. I don't know. Well, if you ever change your mind, because I used to when I, you know one of the jobs I had was over by USBC. It's a United States Bowling Congress. We were right next to the Six Flags, and every time Six Flags closed, we would get all the critters coming over, and they would like dig under you know our building and stuff. Yeah, you had like multiple skunks. Yeah, raccoons, right? Mm. Raccoons, raccoons, uh, mm. possums. Weasels, possums, yeah, weasels, feral, yeah, that's feral first. children, maybe. Yeah, you have some feral children under there, <laughs> man. <laughs> so I was gonna tell you the best thing that works, and this is what I I went through like sardines, dog food, cat food, whatever. The best thing that works is dry dog food, 
get you some Snickers, bite, you know, chew on it, spit it on your hand, pack it together. I'm sorry, that's a really? waste of a Snickers. It is a you waste. Don't, you of don't Snickers. do that. You don't just like right. I'm going to eat it. I'm afraid I yeah, I would just eat it. I don't think <laughs> Well, I would. you know, here's here's the whole th- the whole thing by by the Snickers cuz cats don't like chocolate. So mm. if you don't want to catch a cat cuz you'll catch a feral cat in these cages, you know, so you put chocolate with it so it takes the cat out of the equation. And then, like other critters, they'll just they'll just go to it. It's like it's wow. like it's like they're kryptonite. The so, assortment of knowledge that you have is is just phenomenal, <laughs> Robert Jesse Dominguez. He is he has taken down a lot of uh, a lot of critters. I say that yeah yeah I have, um, I've I, taken pictures of it. It was like man, I think I caught like forty skunks and like forty like, skunks. Yeah, you easily. would fit in. You would fit in great in my town. <laughs> You can make that a, like a, your second job or something. I know. Be like the, the skunk whisper. The skunk whisper. Yeah, that that's a show. That's yeah. a show right there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, skunk whisper. You see <clears throat> that? You see that? And he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna try and spray me, but I'm mm. not gonna let it happen. So I'm gonna, I know we kind of got off a little bit, but Wes. Um, so nothing, no, no no spark. What you know got you going to do a show and you could say, hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do a show on politics. Uh, sports Man, and the paranormal. I think I just listened. I just listened to some of these other podcasts and thought I I can do that. Um, it is really all it was. I needed something to do. Uh, I was looking for a hobby. I already listened to a bunch of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did try. I tried to do one. Um, you know the other guy Terry Cagle does the porch matters. I think the first iteration that I tried but never published was a sports podcast called. I think I called it like Front Porch Sports or something, mm-hmm. and. I, I like planned the whole thing out almost word by word, recorded one episode and was like, that was horrible. That, that was, it was really bad. So I thought I'm going to try again, but I'm not going to script it all. I'm just going to pick some topics, some things that I'm passionate about or that I find interesting. I kind of widen my, my view and my angle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's kind of, I had, uh, had the shed and was looking for a name and, uh, I was going to call it like news from the shed. And my wife said, that is a horrible name. So <laughs> she, she set me straight. She said, just call it in the shed. And I said, well, I'm going to call it in the shed with Wes Anderson because maybe somebody out there is a fan of the, the movie, um, director and yeah. will search for his name and find me by mistake. That, that's so, a good, I like that. Yeah. I like it too. It's, I, I like to call it accidental advertising. <laughs> yeah. So. That's how I get most of my listeners. I think. I, be, I think it'd be funny. Is like if they actually go to the director and be like, "I really like your your podcast." <laughs> like what? Who? Look, he looks you up. He goes. Like, he goes. Wow. That would be wow, phenomenal. Son of a. Bitch. That would be wild. Yeah, <clears throat> that's. I like the name in the shed. It's just. It's straight Thank to the point. Man. It's. It's just. It, and it, is it catchy? Is it? I, I like it. Yeah. It's. I don't know if it's catchy. I think it's. It's, it's easy to remember. There you go. That's that's what I was looking for. It's easy to remember. In the shed, Wes Anderson. Yeah, because like you got you got the shed and then you got the porch and like I don't know. I just kind of gravitated to both of those guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, very cool. Shout out Terry Terry Kegel. We just got to find another Alabama guy that's like in the house. Yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. This is this is good enough. I like Wes. I like Terry. You know, in the bathroom. I, I try it. I tried to record an episode from my kitchen. Uh, see, the other thing I deal with being in the shed is is weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So I'm out here all types of, you know, like right now it's probably 82 degrees in my shed. It's a little balmy. I uh, got a little breeze coming in the, the door that's cracked from the northwest. And mm-hmm. uh, 
the smell of my neighbor's trash burning. I have a neighbor that, you know, he does what I call crack activities, um, oh. activities at night that are inspired by his his drug use. I think. Right. Wow. Um, you know, you know, he he burns leaves at twelve a.m. or he uh, he has the leaf blower on his roof at, at one o'clock in the morning. It's very entertaining when nothing's on TV. Um, but yeah, so I, I tried one time. It was too cold. I think it was like. 18 degrees outside and, and I tried to record an episode from the kitchen and it just didn't work. Uh, you could hear the refrigerator humming and uh, all the different noises. Um, there's just nowhere else I can record. So I'm just stuck out here no matter the weather. It, it's tough. I mean, it, it is tough. I mean, we have to, we got to put Steven's boys down at seven. So, cause normally they would come out and tell us that they're got to pee. Even though we relatable, would, even though we would tell them, cause you don't need to tell us, just go. Yeah. Or they're like, Hey, I got to wash my hands. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. They need their third or fourth drink of water for yeah. them. Yes. You know. Yeah. Well, one uh, of them, one of them should not be drinking uh, anything. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's he's got a heavy bladder, and uh, it, it he happens. Has, he has a colonel cannon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. He's got and, that cannon on him, and he's a heavy sleeper. So sometimes he wets the bed, and I'm all like, <sighs> he's gonna hate us whenever he grows up. <laughs> Why are you talking about this, Daddy? Oh, I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, well, we have uh, in our house this week, you know, I've got a daughter who's seven and a son that just turned three, and uh, they actually both have a case of flu B right now. Mm. Um, so I was at home with the kids while Mama was at work today, and, I, you know, I'm just out here. I'm dodging the flu like a, a guest on Maury Povich would dodge a paternity test. I'm just trying not <laughs> to get sick. And uh, But, hey, I grew up drinking from the hose and walking barefoot in Walmart and swimming in the creek, so I don't think any any virus or flu can get me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I hey, get you. Hey, I was going to ask you, were you happy with, uh, with the USFL uh, winner last year? Birmingham? Yeah. I actually got to go to a game. Because they, they, they did all the games there, right, in, at Birmingham? They did, yeah. I think this year they're doing them in other places, but last year it was all in Birmingham. Uh, so I got to go to a game. It was fun. Um, I don't really keep up with USFL. It's kind of, you know, minor league-esque, but uh, it was pretty fun live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was it this year? They're, they're actually playing right now. Oh. Are they, they playing? Yeah. Oh. I think th- I want to say they're playing in Detroit, I think. Oh. So. Okay. <clears throat> so, the, um, the Arlington Renegades? No, that was XFL. XFL? Yeah. So they're it's, the one. It's hard to keep them straight. Yeah. yeah. Since they're bringing the USFL, and then I didn't even know about USFL until Robert told me. He goes, "Hey, one USFL." I'm like, "What? You, what is that? Is that? What which, is that? Which one has the rock involved? Uh, the XFL. XFL. Okay, XFL. XFL. Yeah. So yeah. is that, that going to flop? Well, it it already finished. It finished already. Oh, okay. Just like his DC career. <laughs> oh, oh, shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was just going to say that. Um, I really enjoy listening to the politics on your show. I mean, I personally, I, we don't we don't talk politics on mm-hmm. our show. We just mm-hmm. don't. And it is and it's nothing against your show. I love your show, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I just don't think Bigfoot and politics just, just they don't mix to me. It does. Oh, but sometimes sometimes they do, Bob. Sometimes that's what I I always brought this up. I think I've told you this too. Go. I go. What? Did, remember? I think I. It was a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and you were probably in that that mood where you were just like saying, mm-hmm, uh-huh, "Yeah," and weren't really listening. <laughs> yeah. But I was saying, like, I go, "What if? What if? Like, if there's like something that is run on the the paranormal community or zoology, I guess, whatever mm-hmm. the Bigfoot and their community 
there's always a leader. There's always like a head of the pack. You mean uh, alpha? An alpha. Right. So, and his decisions and what he does and says is change, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're going to move, we're going to move mm. east or move west, but they don't want to, you know? Or I was like, no, yeah. we want to stay put here because had, we're close to food. We're close to wherever. No, no, no. We just got to keep migrating. I, I see your point. You see what I mean like that? Yeah. It sounds stupid when, you, when you're yeah. like hearing it, but it's always like something like that. There's always some type of politics <clears throat> in animals everywhere. Like, cause there's always an alpha right. making the calls, right. making the shots and all that stuff. Somewhere there's a Joe Biden of the Sasquatch world falling mm-hmm. up the stairs. Yeah. 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 Like that Bigfoot that <laughs> broke his leg. You know what? You know what I I will say though. It, uh, you know if if a Bigfoot is actually found, like say for example Texas, okay, uh, if a Bigfoot's found in Texas in East Texas, then there if if it's found in that area, then it's going to be protected. It's going to be protected, mm-hmm. and then it's going to affect like lumber. It's going to affect lumber and everything that's in that area. Any kind of expansion, any kind of uh, commercial growth, it, it's going to affect it, and so. Right. And then, and if you find it like in Alabama, then it's then it's going to be protected there. So I think you know politics wise, I think because uh, I you know I don't know if I told you this, Wes, but uh, whenever I was doing research in East Texas, um, we were sometimes we were you know hounded by you know park rangers and game wardens, and they didn't, they didn't right. want us in the area. And so I had a buddy that was uh, a, like a retired constable, and so he used to tell us on you know he, he had a radio, he still had his old radio. And he said, "Cause hey man, uh, these guys know that you're in town, so you really need to be, you know, be careful." So they they would never say, uh, you know, talk about an unclassified animal. So if we were to talk about politics that way, that the only thing I would think of that would probably happen with you know from our perspective, it bleeds through. Yeah, the, like yeah, what, kind if of. they get if they get found anywhere, yeah. it affects the well, area. That's interesting. First of all, I didn't know they had. Didn't know they had constables in Texas, so that's cool. Uh, I, I thought constable, you know, I, that's a that's an old term. I like that, Bob. Uh, yeah, throwback. But you know, I, I kind of wonder even if they found a Bigfoot, uh, I don't know that we would ever hear about it. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's it would it would well known it that. would be like it almost have to be like someone was either streaming really live. A university would probably have to mm-hmm. be involved. Uh, they would probably have uh, other news outlets there at the same time. And that's going to be, you know, really rare. It actually happens. But because, uh, like, you're right. I mean, because, like, I've heard stories of, you know, Bigfoots getting hit by trains or 18-wheelers. And, uh, you know, people on black vans show up and scoop it up and it's gone. I- I've heard stories yeah, about I've heard, that. So. I've heard those stories, too. Yeah. So, of them finding one and then somebody coming up and picking, you know, some government agency shows up and takes it away. And, and you know, nothing was ever nothing ever comes of it. Hey, what a, what a county do you live in? Uh, I live in Baldwin County, Alabama, uh, down here by uh, Fairhope and Gulf Shores, kind of close to the beach, that area. Baldwin, okay. Okay, we just found your house. I think we've actually had a Bigfoot sighting or two that has been reported to the BFRO. Yes, I, I was just about to say that. There's uh, Wes is already on top he's, of it. He's on top of it. He's, he's, he's so humble and says, oh, I'm not really that good. No, <laughs> you are. <laughs> you got the voice, and you're, you, don't, you don't sound nervous at all, actually. You know, the I think the... The most recent site was in November 2021. Really? Oh wow! More more recent than I thought. Okay, okay, interesting. It was five miles yeah, north, think... five miles northeast of Gulf Shores. So I mean, you you I mean, you got a lot of Bigfoot. I was I was telling I was telling Terry this. I said you got a lot of Bigfoot in your area because he's in he's in Walker County, 
And so yeah. Um, yeah. he's got he's got Bigfoot there. I told him, I said, you got a bunch of Bigfoot there. And uh, I think he used to do truck driving, and I don't think he does it anymore. Well, I, yeah, I think he does, but I think he's a dispatcher now, right? I think so. Yeah, so. Um, but I, I would just, <clears throat> I just wanted um, your take on that, on Bigfoot. What's, what's your thought on, on uh, Bigfoot and stuff? Man, I kind of I kind of go back and forth on it. Um, I've always found it interesting, even since I was a kid. I mean, you can be honest. I you, remember if, I think I was believe- in middle school and uh, got a book from the library. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, w- I will be honest. I got a book a book about Sasquatch in, in like seventh grade, and so I've always been interested in it. I, I think I, if I had to say, I would probably be fifty one to forty nine. The Bigfoot or something that we see as Bigfoot is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like there to be more convincing evidence, uh, the, you know, tree knocking and uh, some of the things that people cite as evidence I've never experienced firsthand myself. Right. So to me, uh, ha- having not been in the field, those things aren't as convincing. Um, I have seen a couple of good pieces of video. Um, I did read the book, what is it, uh, Sasquatch Legend Meet Science. I think we talked about that when you were on my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a very interesting book. It, it kind of approached things from a scientific point of view. Correct. Um, and then I even look at histor- historically something like uh, Gigantopithecus. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that there definitely could be something, I think, with all the sightings that people are definitely seeing. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I think from something out there, uh, I couldn't tell you what it is, and I'm, I'm open to it all. You know, because I think whenever I first started, when Stephen would go with me, you were how old were you? Whenever you were like seven, seven, six, maybe. <laughs> whatever I, he I was, <laughs> it was literally I just joined football, pee wee. Yeah, or, um, right. The, the mind league or whatever. Yeah, I used to take Stephen in the field with me, and <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. I remember. Uh, I was like, oh, I get Were you terrified? Up. I was terrified. Yes, as a as yeah. a kid, like, yeah. I'm over here, like, oh, we're gonna go camping. No, there's more to it. We're gonna be looking for something that you know mm. has never been proven, and it could possibly hurt us. Mm-hmm. And that was always my first yeah. thought of that. I was like, what if I can't protect? I wasn't like scared myself. I was like, what if I can't protect Uncle Robert? <laughs> you know, <laughs> love this dude so much. So I, I, I was like, man, I, I don't want to put him in danger. I'm, I'm a seven year old worried about that. You always made my yeah. Anxiety. You're, probably, you're probably thinking Uncle Robert is not. He's not very fast. Uh, yeah. What if this I thing mean, comes and I have to make a, a decision? You know, at, at that time I'm he was he Uncle was Robert. he had knees up to his chest, jumping over like like huge tables. Okay. So he was he was in shape. I was not, but you know, I was like, ah, I got to protect him. <laughs> well, it was it was something like to be in the field and stuff with, and I would take Stephen with me and. And so I would show him stuff, and because <clears throat> like we, I've never seen one. I know you've never seen mm-hmm. one, but we've heard we've seen heard eyes, uh, heard some stuff, mm. rocks thrown at us. Um, now t- tell yeah. me about that because that's something that I've heard from multiple people that have had actual experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say rocks thrown at you, describe describe what that was like. So I know we went out to this one area. We were actually meeting this one group. That was doing a there was there were a paranormal group and so they were going to this slave cemetery to go do some uh, some EVPs. So last time I was scared, yeah, last time I was scared, and then Luke yeah. pushed that away. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. So we went out Mm-mm. to go we went out to go be with them, and uh, we kind I kind of noticed that there was some Bigfoot uh, reports in that same area. So we like tagged along, and it was like me, uh, Stephen, uh, my mentor Luke Gross it was Billy. Billy and I think Tim was with us as well. Cassius, 
Tim was with us? Yeah, he's with us. And so we went out and they were doing their their um EVP stuff. And after we after they were finished, we did a couple tree knocks, we did a couple yells. And uh, within what it was like 5 minutes, we got mm-hmm. we got a call from the right, probably like, you know, 2 miles away, probably about 2 miles away. You could barely hear it. And you know, we did mm-hmm. another call and then we had another one to our left. It was closer. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and it, it just got closer and closer, west. And then, like, someone noticed, like, there was a creek bed to our left, and the the road was behind us, probably like a good hundred yards. And there was a there was a creek bed to our left, and somebody had a flashlight, and they were like flashing to the left, and go, we got eye shine, and everybody looked, and we all saw eye shine at least about seven, eight feet off the ground. There was one that was really low. I don't know if that wow. was a junior one or a baby, or a baby, and then there was one that was really high. Mm-hmm. And we we that's whenever we I think we stayed like I think you were like keep the keep the light on it yeah do not move keep the light and that's whenever something across the street was throwing rocks, throwing rocks at us and then we dumbasses we were like what the fuck was that like you could hear the because like we were like in this canopy west of trees mm. and you could hear <gasps> these rocks from across the street hitting all these branches and leaves mm-hmm. just like pop, 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 and it would hit they would hit the ground and we go. Someone's throwing rocks at us across the street, and we turned. And as soon as we turned, those those eye shines were gone. Mm-hmm. And at that See, moment, that's interesting. yeah, at that moment, maybe like thirty seconds, a truck was hauling down the, the street, and it went past us, went right past where that where that, that creek tree line, be, that tree line, and that creek met up on the road. And that truck slammed on the brakes. Remember that, Stephen? Yep. Slammed on the brakes, backed up, and we ran to the road. It backed up and then took off again. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were. We, it was no it was, doubt in my mind that they saw something because why the hell he was he was going like 70 yeah 70 on that road and we're like that first thought i was like he's gonna wow. fucking scare the, the bigfoot away yeah the, not knowing that he was gonna literally almost run over one yeah and so he slams on the brake and we we you know we never got a chance to talk to him and he yeah just, he, he took off and he and he hauled ass even faster yeah after that so so you you saw eye shine and it was tall enough that you know it wasn't a deer right and mm-hmm. it it couldn't have been something up in a tree. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't. I don't think so because if because I think because we walked that area. Like we walked that area before, and it was it was a creek bed, and it was like mm-hmm. surrounded with trees. But uh, the area where it was standing was like it was like a, a slight embankment down. So whatever was standing in there was probably had to be pretty tall. Mm-hmm. So it was you could clearly see that it was in that creek bed, but not in the trees. So well, that that is interesting. Did you did you find uh, footprints the next day? No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't go back the next day. We should have because I think afterwards a, a sheriff pulled up and was asking us questions, and you know we we didn't know the area that well, so we said let's just go. So uh, mm-hmm. I would have liked to gone back and got maybe look for some footprints. There probably was some, but uh, yeah. we just we just happened to found this place just by habit. And it was one of the very first times I took Steven into the field and he got activity right away. Cause I would tell him, I said, if, if I, you know, it would take me like, sometimes it would take me six months west to get something mm-hmm. in the woods and, you know, something close enough to to even hear. So Con- Concha was after that, right? Yes. Cause I was not scared after that. Yeah. Like that, that was that. Cause that going, broke you in right there. that, that first time going to that area, I was scared because I was all like, it's a cemetery <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then there's Bigfoot there. Well, shit, I'm, this is my last time being on this earth. Um, <laughs> and then Robert was, he kept messing with me. Very light. It wasn't like bad, but he kept, 
He's saying, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I got, I got flashlights. But did I put batteries in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I put batteries in it. I brought the spotlight, too. But did I charge Thanks, it? Thanks, Uncle Bob. But yeah. I don't think I charged it. I was like, God dang it. It's, it's called, you know, we were, we were just hazing. That's so Yeah. We haze, we haze the new guy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because, you know, I've, I've been in the woods. I've camped and hiked and all that. And, and mm-hmm. you know, when you're out in the woods, especially at night, uh, everything sounds big, right? It does. And, um, it does. Something runs through the brush. So I, I watch those Bigfoot shows and they hear something they go, it sounds big. And it always cracks me up because I'm like, it's probably a squirrel. Or an know? armadillo. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, there's or, been, or an armadillo. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's been some oh. times where I, I thought something was plowing through the woods and it was. It was like a raccoon or something. Yeah. But the, but the eye shine being that high is interesting to me. And uh, the rocks, I mean, you know, I don't really know how you explain that. So that's, you know, that type of firsthand experience is something that I've never had personally. But um, somebody that I know and trust tells me, I mean, I, I believe you. It's, yeah. it's the perfect distraction. That's what it was. Uh, it's, it's one of the things that we, I think, whenever you used to be in... Um, TBRC? No, TBRC. Um, um, whenever you would be at Mike's property. You're right. Okay. And they would throw, they weren't like, it was big, big rocks right. throwing at you. It was like. Hmm. They were huge. They were huge. And you would see it rolling down into the campfire and you'd be like, oh shit, that's huge. Like, yeah. There's no way someone could throw that and it. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the areas that we would go to west was like pretty secluded. We didn't tell anybody where we were going. We didn't post it. We would just go. Mm. So and you're not in somebody's backyard. No. This no. this area that we we used to go to in Oklahoma it was in the Kiamichi Mountains, and you had to own property to go up there. I mean, there, there was wow. like there was a guard at, at at the front gate, and you had you know they had to know who you were, and you know you had to have like your raise the gate and you would go go inside. So sometimes there wouldn't be like anybody up in the mountain then whenever you know we were out there doing stuff and so yeah we would we would get that sometimes at night. Like we would be like in this cabin and we would in the middle of the night something would come, run up and then slap the back of the cabin and then take off. Mm. That would piss me off. <laughs> yeah. That would legit piss me off. If I was sleeping so good BAM what and, and you're, you're sure that it wasn't Tim. Tim was in his bed. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Tim. Oh, oh man, right. there's always that funny story with Ken. And yeah, that pesky Tim. Oh yeah. man, Cassius Clay. Mm-hmm. God, it's right there by the door. It's it's right here by the door. So, I was going to ask you, Wes. Have you had any paranormal stuff happen to you? I've had a couple of things uh, that I, at least things that I can't explain. Um, I, I think I told this story, uh, if, if you don't mind me sharing it. On no, the show. absolutely. Um, so uh, my, my dad is a pastor, uh, grew up a, as the son of a pastor, son of a preacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the house that we lived in at one church he was the pastor of was on the same city block as the church. And uh, we got a new youth pastor, and his house was also on the same block. So the, the parsonage, which is where the pastor lives, the church, and then across the way was the youth pastor's house. And uh, the youth pastor, you know, he was trying to get to know all the teenagers and all the kids and, and said, you can always stop by if you see my car here and hang out. And uh, this guy started showing up at his house at all times. And he thought this was one of the teenagers from the church. Um, it was not. It was just a, a guy who had recently graduated high school. I think he was into some weird stuff and he started hanging around and he started coming like at all hours. He would knock on on the youth pastor's window like late at night, just tapping on his window. And it got to be where it was really freaking him out. Uh, 
So then the kid would start coming to church, and uh, he was a really talented artist. He could really draw. And so he would draw pictures, and all the kids from church would say, hey, could you draw me a picture of my favorite athlete or of a tiger? He would take requests, he would work on it, he would give it to the kids. Um, well, one time my dad, he said, he pulled me aside and he said, look, Wes, I don't ever want you to be alone with that guy. And I was like, okay, why? And he's like, he's into some stuff that's not good, and I just don't want you to be near him. Hmm. And I said, okay. Uh, so a couple weeks pass, and I have that in the back of my mind. And uh, one, one Sunday night, church gets over. We had the church service, and it was over, and, and my parents went home, and I was hanging out with the other kids. And choir practice was starting, and I look up, and it's just me and this kid left in the sanctuary. And I remember what my dad said. And I was like, I can't be here. I got to leave. So I get up, and I walk out the side of the church. And when I walk out the side of the church, he's standing right in front of me. And I go, oh, huh. And so I backtrack. I go through the church. I go out the front door of the church, and I go to the, to the side of the church. And when I exit that side, guess who's standing right there in front of me? What the heck? Yeah. And I'm like, this is not good. Like, I'm, by this point, I'm terrified, okay? So uh, long story short, I end up cutting through the building again and going around the other way uh, to the point that I'm on the end of the block from my house, uh, the opposite end of the block. And the only way that this kid could get to where I was or past me, uh, I just don't know how it would be physically possible. Let me put it that way. Um, And so I start running trying to get home. And I get toward my house. And standing under the streetlight at the end of the road is the same kid. And it doesn't make any any sense. I don't know how to explain it to this day. I sound like a crazy person just saying it. But he was there. And there's no physical way that it was possible for him to have gotten back where he was all the way around the entire block to that point um, physically. It's just not possible. But he was there, and it scared me to death. So I sprinted back into the church, and I locked myself in my dad's office. I mean, I was like a, I don't know, sixth or seventh grader. And I called my father just hysterical. And he had to come to the office and, like, physically carry me home. I was just beside myself, hmm. sobbing, trying to explain what was going on. And uh, and I still don't I still don't know what happened. I don't know what this kid was into or what was going on. I know a few weeks after that, uh, he called my house repeatedly, like at two a.m. And finally, my dad answered the phone, and this kid was begging and pleading. My dad, he's like, "Hey, I've got to get into the sanctuary. I have to be in the sanctuary. I have to be in the sanctuary. I have to go to the altar. I have to pray." And my dad's like, "It's two o'clock in the morning. I'll pray for you over the phone. I'll meet you tomorrow. But you know, I'm not. You're not coming to the church right now." And the kid was just begging him, please let me in. I've got to get in. I've got to get into the church. So that is actually one of the only, you know, paranormal type experiences I've had personally. Um, I heard rumors about what this kid was into, the things that he, you know, was doing. I don't, I, to this day, I don't know him. don't know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced. How, and how, old, guys, was, how old was this kid? He was like 20. He was just a, a year or two out of high school. You know, he still looked like a high schooler, but he was actually a little bit older. Um, um, I'm curious when, whenever you were attempting to get out of the sanctuary on on all, like whenever you, he was blocking you, what mm-hmm. what what type of facial feature did he have? Did he did he look angry? Did he look happy? What what was that about? Man, no, he he looked emotionless. I mean, he looked like he was he was just staring blankly, just looking right ahead. You could see um, his eyes, right? They weren't black. Yeah. Or- no, I didn't see anything like that. Uh, he he looks like just a 
you know his regular self but um i don't know you know you meet some people and they just you get you get a, a, a sense of their energy is yeah. off you know mm-hmm. um always felt that way about this kid and then for him to be all the way at the other end of the block under the street lamp um i mean since then i had brought it up to my dad and you know he's like ah, i remember that i don't know what you saw i believe you um, he's like, but that's, you know, that's not really possible. He didn't, maybe you just saw something. He didn't look like out of breath or anything like from running or nothing, right? No, he was just standing there. Just standing there. Did he and, say, uh, did he say anything to you? No, not a word. And, and I mean, look, Usain Bolt could not have made that run. Right. Um, I mean, I, I cut diagonally through the building to get away from this kid, went behind the other building and he was already at the other end of the street blocking my path again. Did he no. have did he have like a bike or anything that you know about? A skateboard or not trying no, to debunk he, you, just trying to Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was on foot. He was on foot. Um Interesting. Yeah, it was bizarre. No, uh, um that right there to be messing uh, if he's that old during that time and he's messing with a sixth, seventh grader, what that's like what, twelve? Mm-hmm. Twelve yeah. years old? Yeah. No, that's just not not a good energy. Not a yeah, good person. what what kind of got me was that he is he was trying to get back into the sanctuary at, at two a.m. At, at two a.m. and two then in the morning and then knocking on the pa- on the on the youth pastor's uh, window. Yeah, night. see right there, that's where I kind of just draw the line on that. I mean, legitimately, it got to the point where some of the men from the church and, and you know a church is open to anybody. Like they want right. people to be there. They don't they don't tell people not to come to church. Uh, but it got to the point where three or four of the men, after one of the Sunday night services, just pulled him aside and basically told him, you're not welcome here. Um, and after that, I never saw the kid again. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, hope um, I can't help. explain it. I hope he got help. I hope so, too. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, he was into some dark stuff. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't see a demon behind every bush. I'm not saying the guy was possessed, but I'm saying that I saw him somewhere that did not make physical sense, and it was the single most terrifying moment of my entire life. Man, that is yeah. pretty scary. That is pretty scary. That's yeah. like some unsolved mysteries. Do 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 do. Yeah, Robert ever... Stack. That that man was creepy too. <laughs> Robert Stack. That's that's who I'm named after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Uh, my mom. Uh, my mom named me after him because that was that was her favorite. No, actor. she didn't. She no, did. She I, sw- didn't. I swear. I swear. That is hilarious. Because like I was, I was supposed to be named Jesus, and I had a cousin who was born 14 days before I was, so he mm. got to be named Jesus. My mom's favorite actor at the time was Robert Stack. Her second favorite actor was Charlie Bronson, so she named me Robert Jesus. So now, <laughs> so Robert instead, Charlie Bronson. Instead of naming you after the Christ, she picked the guy from Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Okay. Well, he All was right. at the time he was on uh, the Untouchables, so oh, okay. she she okay. loved him on that. So, hey, the guy was good at what he did. He, he gave, was. He his was. Voice, his voice gave me nightmares as a child. Yeah, he was. He if was, you have any information on the Unsolved Mysteries, like, yeah. hey, that's pretty good, Stephen. <laughs> you're creeping me out, yeah. man. Stephen, you Steven, have to remember. Yeah. I'm sitting in the shed right now uh, by myself in my backyard. So <laughs> to talk about these things is a little bit creepy. Yeah, that's uh, you're you're braver than I. I will say that because I wouldn't. Hmm. I'd be like, let's talk about rainbows or something. Ice cream. <laughs> let's talk about ice cream. Yeah, what's your favorite type of ice cream? So what was your second story? Did you have a second story? Yeah, the only other thing that I would label, um, and again, you know, I grew up in the church, so this is another church story, um, and I don't, I don't know if this fits necessarily necessarily the bill of paranormal uh but i had a buddy that i played basketball with in high school and uh 
his dad was also a pastor. I think he owned like a plumbing business or something also, but he was a pastor at a local Pentecostal church, uh, one of the Holy Roller, you know, run up and down the aisle kind of churches. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were having this guy come in to do like a youth revival. And so they invited me to this youth revival. And I was like, all right, I'll go with my buddy. And uh, we're there. We get to the end of the service. The the guy's doing his altar call. You know, he had, had, he had a story. I mean, he was like, I used to be on every drug. I was demon possessed, all this stuff. But then I gave my heart to Jesus, all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there like, hey, I'm already in the church. I already know the Lord, whatever. You know, I'm not affected by this. Well, then he starts calling people out. And he's like saying, you need the Lord for this reason or this is going on in your life. And I'm just sitting there waiting. Like, I dare this guy to try and call me out. And I'm just going to tell everybody he's a fraud. He's a he's a phony, a phony, you know. Mm. Um, And then, sure enough, I'm sitting there with my head bowed. And he's like, "Uh, there's a young man in a blue shirt. And I didn't I didn't raise my head. But I'm thinking like, oh, no, I have on a blue shirt. Please don't be me. And he says, someone tapped the young man in the blue. And I'm like, somebody's tapping me. Crap. So I raise my head and I look up and sure enough, he's looking right at me. He says, young man, please come forward. I have a word from the Lord for you. And I'm like, oh, sure you do, buddy. And so I go up there and uh, I kneel down at the altar and the dude leans over. He doesn't do it on the microphone. It's not like a big show, but he leans over in my ear and he whispers to me all the stuff that I had just prayed about silently in my head. Um, At the time I was in college you know, I was facing some decisions, some things that I was trying to, to work out in my life. And I had said a couple of prayers about those things, you know, what my concerns were. And he just said every one of them to me that I had just said quietly in my own head, not stuff that I had shared with anybody, not things that I had told my friend. Um, he just told me all of them. And then he's like, and this is what you need to do about each of them. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, this is real. This guy is not a fraud. This guy's not just making stuff up. Like he knew somehow the things that I had just prayed about in my own head. And it freaked me out. <laughs> did that when him whenever he did that and told you what you needed to do, did you did you go and do it? Did you did it change you? I, I actually did. Uh it was a couple things. There was like a and it wasn't anything like earth shattering. There was a uh I was thinking about changing majors and adding a second major. I was thinking about um this this Bible study group that I was driving home to teach on weekends. I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep doing that. Um, just some things like that. And so he kind of, he's like, this friend group, you need to let go. And, you know, you do need to add that second major. And the Bible study that you're concerned about, just know that you're making a difference. And I was like, huh, this is wild. That is um, wild. So, I mean, you know, that was, I don't know if that qualifies as paranormal, but it, it's definitely not in my understanding. Right. Yeah, and, no, uh, that's... Stuff. And it was freaky. It was freaky. I wouldn't mind never experiencing it again. Wow. Yeah. That's uh Did you ever did you ever tell your dad about that? Yeah, I, I mean I went right home. I was like, Hey, tell me what just happened. He just kinda laughed. He's like, Yeah. He's like, Some people have that gift. It's something that the Lord gives to people, you know, to use for, for their benefit. Wow. And I was like, Huh. It was it was wild. That that is that's that's weird. That is weird. <laughs> um so I've had I've had a couple of things like that. I've never never anything with ghosts, you know, never anything, um, never anything where I felt other than with that kid where I felt threatened. Uh, never seen Bigfoot. Uh, never, never seen a UFO. I've always been interested in those things. I'm open to them. Um, but yeah, that's that's about the extent of my experience. Hmm. <clears throat> how about how about your wife? Do your wife have any paranormal stuff? My wife doesn't believe in any of it. <laughs> 
But she, but she says all the time. She's like, I, you should have me on your show, and I'll just be like, nope, it's not real. And I'm like, that would be a crappy show. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like my wife. She goes, I don't fuck with the dead. She says, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She says. Also. So whenever we're talking about that, she's like, why are you talking about that? You don't fuck with the dead. I go, I'm talking about UFO. Like what? That's yeah, not the funny. dead. Yeah. She you know? gets she gets upset about something. Yeah. Like that. Just, Shout out to Blair Dominguez. <laughs> Shout out to Blair Dominguez. So yep. you heard it here. So um, did you? Uh, Chris was on a couple weeks ago, maybe like a month ago. Chris Cobbs came back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, Wes. He came back on and he did a. I don't think I've heard that one yet. Yeah, he came back on. It's it's titled Bigfoot Sex. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't oh, really? I don't know how we got into Bigfoot Sex, but no, somehow we did, and it was just. It went from a glowing penis to his. It's a good question. It was like, hey, Bigfoot's mate, right? They, they, like, they, yeah, they got to have sex. And he goes, so has there ever been an encounter where a, a camper's out there and he hears two things howling? He goes out there and it's two Bigfoots fucking. <laughs> yeah. Like, I go, man, if that happens, I think we both said, like, if that happens, you get out of there. You go get a lotto ticket because you just not only see one, you saw two. And, and then they're, they're having mm-hmm. sex. And then they're having sex. So, and it looks like they're having a good time and you didn't you didn't care to join in or anything like that or <laughs> mess that up. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, there's I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't either. So, <laughs> we we kept we're like I don't know what? I don't know how we got into it. I think Chris asked a question and we just We went from there. We just went into it. I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe we're talking about I this. can't believe we're that, that's the thing about your show the banter and the conversation you never know where it's gonna go yeah you never yeah that's true you never know it should be like that for all honestly all podcasts yeah i agree because i it, agree it, it's authentic <clears throat> you're just talking you're you just, got you got any guests coming on like in coming on soon that you want to promote or anything like that Man, I you know, I've actually I've been so busy uh in twenty twenty three. I think I've only put out like four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. Um I try to do a show a week is the goal. Uh but I, I just have I really haven't had that much time. Um I'm excited to be on this show. This is my first uh foray into anything podcasting in the last like three or four weeks. Uh but I have, I have a few guests lined up in, in the next six months or so. There's a, a local TV anchor that I'm going to have on. Um, there's one, one of my buddies that does music I'm going to have on. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll have you on again soon. Or maybe even Terry Kegel. Or Terry. Terry. Terry, listen. From your porch to my shed. We're both in Alabama. Let's make it happen, Terry. This Absolutely. is your official invite. The perfect plug-in right there. It is. From your porch I'm to my you. shed. Let, let's do it. Yeah. He does... You know he has like like politicians on his show. Like, I've I've been very impressed with some of the folks he's had on. Yeah, I have too. I mean, you know, I will say this: probably one of the the most emotional one that I on your show. I can't think of her name, and please forgive me. But it was uh, the classmate that you had that uh, was the same sex. Same sex. She was having issues oh, with it. Yeah. yeah, that show. I was crying, man. I was crying on that show because I I had so much passion for her and. Yeah, this, this that was stu- that was my friend uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea Glasgow. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, we were friends in middle school, and uh, I don't even know. I, I think I think she used to be on Facebook, and so I would keep up with her and, and her story and kind of how things had gone. And I just kind of thought, you know, that'd be a good podcast uh, it was. for her to get her story out there and and talk about all she's been through because you know her her family wasn't very accepting, and you know she went through um, 
what they what do they call the therapy where it's supposed to to straighten you out or whatever right. and uh and, it, and she had a hard time and um and she's really come through it awesomely she's got a wife that loves her she's they have a kid that they've adopted mm-hmm. um just a powerful story that so, was uh, i think i yeah. think i think i tweeted you or i yes. emailed you that was powerful yeah uh, yeah she did a great job she did and you know you did a great job too so i mean oh, thank you so um it was great i loved it i love your show I hope I hope that you do more because I I need to get caught up on the politics stuff. So and and <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, Listen, and and Putin for, for Bob for Bob to say that he he gets his news from my show only is just astounding. Um, that yeah. can't be a good idea. <laughs> that can't no, because I don't. I mean, with the well, way in the shed with Wes Anderson said, <laughs> I'm telling you, people are like who, where, what. what? It, it's a it's a reliable source. Check check him out. And then like thirteen people in there, like, oh yes, he is the best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am a journalist. You are. You are. A you journalist. know, I I did a poll on Twitter two years ago, and there were seven votes, and uh, four people said yes. So how many followers do you, am, do you have on Twitter? I think I think we're at like eight thousand. Jeez, man, I think I only have like seventy. I think I I think uh, Bigfoot Club has maybe like. Maybe three hundred. I don't oh, know. Wow, thanks. It's right in my face. <laughs> oh, I think we got like three hundred. Uh, yeah, but I have seventy six followers. It doesn't. It doesn't always equate to listeners, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have, I found kind of a little community on on Twitter. That's the one social media that we do for the show, and uh, I've really connected with some cool people over there. And that's something that's really really cool about the indie podcast world. You know, I, I've never actually reached out to somebody to be a guest on the show and had them say no. Uh, people are so kind. It started with, you know, having Bob on my show actually gave me confidence because for me, I don't know how many episodes I recorded at the time, like 25 or something. And he said, yes. And I'm like, really? Like you will be on my show? Like for real? And so from that point forward, I, I just, I shoot my shot, man. If there's somebody I want to have on to talk about something, I'm, I'm sliding into your DMs. You know, I'm just I, like, you know, I would just say, you know, I don't, when I say this, I don't, I don't want to sound mean or nothing, but. Uh, I listen to your show. When you ask me, I listen to your show. I go, this is a good show. I've had dudes reach out to me, and they're, they're, some of their shows are bad, like really mm. bad. And I go, uh, no, I can't do that. Like they're not. using like one of those mics or like I guess the perfect one would be that one. The, like, it, and it pick, it's a good mic. It just picks up everything. Yeah, everything. There's, there's this. And they one, share one mic. Yeah, there's one dude. I, I'm not gonna say who it is. Yeah, I don't want to call him out because that's. I think we're talking about the same guy. Yeah. yeah. So he, there's like Bob. there's there's like five guys on his show. Oh. And there, is there burgers and fries? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> With that perfect seasoning on there, yeah, Cajun, yeah, Cajun seasoning, seasoning fries, that's the best man. So yes. that's the best. I I've been asked I've been asked to do his show. I go oh, I can't do it, guy. I'm really busy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I can't. You know, because I, I, I'm assuming you get you get a lot of people that they want to be on your show or people that reach out to you. Especially if I do. India. I had, I no. I actually haven't had anybody from India. I would love that. Like, that, that would Ramesh, be interesting. Yeah, it would be. I should have Ramesh on the you show. Should, you should. You should. You know. You should do it for your anniversary cool. show. Yep. That that would be dope. Now maybe my hundredth episode. Yes. There you go. You're, well, I, I actually had uh, I had one guy. And he, he sent me a message about being on the show. He was like, I really like what you do. I love the fact that you're not super conservative. You're not super liberal. You just kind of share the news and give your opinion. Um, he's like, I do politics. I, I'd love to come on your show. And I thought, hey, this is really cool. And then I listened to his show. 
and I'm pretty sure he's in the KKK. Oh. <laughs> it was bigotry and yeah. hatred. And I was like, oh, my. No. No, <laughs> no yeah, he cannot <laughs> be on my show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta, and then he he sent me like three follow up messages. So when are we gonna do this? And finally, I was like, "Hey, listen, not happening, not happening." Yeah, that's what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> say it, say it, <laughs> say it, Wes. No, no, you don't. I'm, have to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but really, starts, I'm not. But really, I'm not. With, uh, starts with the C. <laughs> ends with that's, a, as far, that's as far as I'm getting. Ends with a T. Ends with a T. <laughs> Oh Lord. oh Lord! My uh, my favorite my favorite thing was uh, when I listened to your show a while back, and I, and I know I've talked about this on on my show since then. I actually played the clip of you guys uh, talking about it, but I was sitting on my back porch, and I just was, you know, sitting out there at night. Uh, kids were in bed, wife was in bed, had a glass of sweet tea, was just hanging out, and I turned on the podcast, listened to you guys, and uh, was catching up a little bit, and then lo and behold, you guys start talking about my show. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, what in the world? And then the the two funniest things were uh, Bob's impression of how I'll I'll laugh at something that I find to be funny Uh, (laughs) because he's exactly right. Like I do that every episode multiple times and I can't help it. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing was when Stephen was talking about how I had such a nice voice. Look, I hate hearing my voice. I don't think that I have a nice voice to be recorded. So when Steven was talking about how good my voice was, I played that from for the missus, and she was rolling. She thought it was so funny. She's like, you're going to get a big head. And I was like, hey, <laughs> we're, we're already there. If it makes you feel any better, I, I was the same way, especially when I, when I stream. I, I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to sound, how I'm going to look. Yeah, uh, I don't like my voice, and it took me a while. And I was like, <clears throat> you know what? I'm already – I'm." a lot of people have – has told me like hey, you guys, you actually have a good voice, like you know, yeah. So and then you, you and both, then, you both do, yeah. And, you both thanks. have good voices, Thank and you. it's funny because like a lot of people say like we kind of sound alike, yeah. Um, so especially when people will call and and he, <laughs> Robert pretend to be me, and what gave it away was him trying too hard. Yeah, I think if he just casually just talked, yeah. they would have been like, "Hey, Stephen, how's it going?" And there are many times where your friends, your old friends, would call. We'll call your house, yeah. and I would answer. Hey, hey, Robert, what's going? Hey, we're gonna. The, we're, you gonna come over and watch the fight? We got beers. We got got gals over here. We got to see some. Tits. No, 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 no. Say say the way he really said it. That's that's how he was saying it. Okay. Like, he was like saying like we got we got girls over here. We got some you know some titties and all that shit. And I was like I was like oh, oh. I was like six or seven or something like that. I was like wait wait what what what? And I was like hey I think I think it's Jason. I think it's. Oh shit, my bad. Hey, what's going? <laughs> Did the whole That's spiel funny. to you? Yeah, or even like whenever Blair calls your phone, mm-hmm. I answer it, and she goes, "Hey, babe, what's up?" And I go, "I go, hi, this is Steven." <laughs> I was like, I have a deep voice now. What like, like you have to, like you have to announce yourself. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, and then you would do it when my friends would call. Oh, I'm just doing homework. <laughs> hi, like, okay, this isn't Steven. He would never do homework. What's hi, this is Steven. Yeah, <laughs> stupid man. That's but so no, funny. to go back to go back to it is that you know I was like ah, yeah I like my voice now I like I, I don't sound like Sean Connery or anything but you know you do have a very smooth sweet voice yeah you well, it's, it's funny because people that know me uh, if they listen to my show there it cracks them up because it's not really if I'm just talking to you conversationally this isn't necessarily how I sound mm-hmm. and and they think I'm putting on like an act or something and uh, or a character. And I try to explain to them, no, it's that 
I'm sitting six inches in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. I don't have to project my voice. You know, you're having a conversation, you project your voice. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you're six inches in front of a microphone, you're talking, you're, you're actually talking very softly. You know, you don't have to really talk loudly. Mm-hmm. And the microphone picks you up, so you naturally have a little bit deeper, a little bit more smooth of a voice. But, yeah, I mean, it took me a while just to get over the, the fact that people putting out a podcast, people are going to hear your voice, and that's okay. It's all right. Well, I'm super happy to have you on. Super honored. And <clears throat> I wanted that because I know this was part of your predictions for this year, right? I think so. I think I said I would be a guest on a show or two. Yeah. Right. So we got to get you on Terry's. And so yeah, hey, that, help me check that box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I know I, I know you made some predictions. I can't remember them all. Uh, I think uh, one of them. I know one of them was like I go, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill that one for him. So that's well, awesome. We did, we I did appreciate the, yeah, that. We did do this one, and he, yeah, you had good stories, especially. I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna have a hard time sleeping now. But yeah, that that one. that one was just straight up creepy. It's not. Well, in your shoes, it was terrifying. Yeah, to be like, that, your age yeah. at that time. At that time, especially that late at night, too. Like, mm, red flags everywhere. Yeah. So that's right. just that's just one of those things where I pray to God that that, that doesn't happen to me. Like yeah. just just weird weird stuff like that. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a demon or a ghost yeah. or anything like that. It's just it's just an individual that just gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's and, terrible. And look, I you know I don't know. I mean, I've thought about every possible way that that could have happened, or I could have. But I mean, to this day, I remember it so vividly. There was no doubt I saw that dude, and there's no possible human way where he could have he could have been where he was uh, right. to get from one one. I wonder what what his deal was with you. So I, I don't know what to make of it, but uh, what's that? I wonder what his deal was was especially with you. Why? Why you, oh yeah! Why, why you were yeah. so important? I don't mm. know. I hadn't thought about that. Thank you for that nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously that was a long time ago, and it's yeah. I mean, uh, just just pray okay. about it. Just pray about it. It's, so yeah, I'll, I'll go ask that pastor that could read my mind, and he'll uh, tell. Yeah, me. there you go. Another creepy yeah. thing. Okay, yeah, well, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we've been going. Well, hey, uh, let me go ahead. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Uh, you guys talk about paranormal. You talk about Bigfoot. Um, what do y'all make of like all this stuff with UFOs lately? Um, it seems like the government's finally taking it seriously. I mean, is there a there there? You know, I think to be honest with you, it's, it's just my deal. I think it's a, it's a misdirection. It's a misdirection for them not, you know, for the government to do something. I don't know. To this day, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the Epstein stuff or I don't know. It's just like. <clears throat> I mean, we rarely talk about stuff like this. So, I mean, I I think I think it's a it's like a it's we used to do a play in high school. It was, it was called it was it was called Forty Four Green Bay. Fake one way, went the other. So, I think it's what mm. I, I I that's just my opinion, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely do think that they exist. Something out there exists mm-hmm. on that. Um, but I always I always refer back to uh, it's. It's really not UFOs. It's us from the future. Yeah. And they're doing a little. You know, there's always that. Ooh, um, Ooh, Steven. I like that. Yeah. I always thought of it as it's us from the future and they are, it's a class 
like either college mm. or something like that where they go in time travel and they go and they say this is the earth how it is in this year this is where this is at this is where because it's always like some some place like California California or <laughs> okay, you know, Arnold has to do Arnold there I don't know why um, or <laughs> like just like in rural areas where it's not not too populated right. but they go there and they I think I just think it's just like a clash trip they this is what or we, or it could or or it could be they're coming back to correct something or to check on something and right it could be right. that but um quantum leap there they're they're a little too late on September 11th so I need yeah. I need them to fix Ooh. that yeah because yeah I've always I've always been a big thing on like I've always liked the idea of changing something super bad like that but I know there's always a bad uh, okay Barry Allen yeah there's always a a bad outcome of that, but that's what I think. To to answer your question, that's what. Wes, how about you? Well, the thing, the thing that's weird to me is the videos uh, over and over from like military personnel and stuff where the UFO goes down into the ocean. That's mm-hmm. what's that's what's always been weird to me. It's like, you know, what what is that all about? This isn't. This may not be something from outer space. If it's going down into the ocean and back up into the sky at speeds that we can't really match with our technology, you know, is, is there some type of other civilization that already exists around us that we're unaware of? It's possible. Man, this almost sounds like the show in the shit with Wes Anderson. <laughs> so it sounds like the abyss. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's a good movie. Sorry um, for the takeover. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's totally no. fine. No, it's just, uh, there's definitely something out there. Even was it, uh, I won't say his name, uh, but Blair's uncle who works, who did the FAA. He's he has some stories where Tim, no, not Tim, <laughs> not Tim, not Cassius Clay, but he's he works at the he worked at the FAA and he would always get those type of reports and he would be like, uh, just tell me where you're going. Like you can report it, but I, you know he would brush it aside and just focus yeah. on you know yeah. So there's yeah my I don't know my my brother-in-law is a uh, um, engineer and he works in in Huntsville which is where Huntsville Alabama where NASA is mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm always asking him like hey what are you working on what's going on over there and he just laughs at me he's like I can't really talk about it and I'm like oh okay can you so I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. yeah I should I should have him on yeah, yeah. you should but I don't I don't know. There's there's something there's something there, but I think I think you both might be right. I think that there's a there's a good possibility that what the government shares is a misdirection, uh, but I don't I don't know what what the purpose would be or why. We mm. we may never know. Who knows? Maybe maybe UFOs and Bigfoot and and all this other stuff that we can't explain. It might all have a, a singular explanation. It I, might, but I would feel better if they open up Groom Lake, and I, I know they won't. You know, so. Hmm. But that's just me. That's just me talking. So, and we love it when you talk. Oh, come on. <laughs> we do. Um, we do, Bob. We're at one minute and thirteen seconds. I think you can do something. With I think that. I, I was going to make that joke. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> I was waiting. Hey, um, I was waiting to make that joke. I was going to ask you where does uh, Bigfoot Club listeners find in the shed with Wes Anderson? You can find us on Twitter at In the Shed Four, or you can find us wherever you find your podcast. Uh, we would appreciate it if you give us a listen, uh, a share, a like, a review, a follow. 
Uh, and we're also on YouTube. Uh, we're over there on YouTube. We just we're audio only, so we don't really get a lot of traffic on YouTube. Uh, and you can email the show if you have any stories about uh, paranormal experiences you've had or any opinions about politics or sports you'd like to share. You can email the show at in the shed with Wes at gmail.com. And I love reading those emails on air, so please hit me with your stories. I know I sent you some emails about the X-Men, right? Do you remember that? You, were, you did, yes, you, sir. You were talking yeah. about the X-Men and stuff. and <laughs> so Anyway, I, I was being a nerd then. Um, <laughs> Wes, I, I really mean this. I would really love you to come back on, man, because mm-hmm. uh, I think we had a really, really good time. Uh, I really appreciate you a lot. Mm-hmm. As do I. So you already know I like you. I love you. Actually, Steven, Steven likes me. Yes. He really likes me. Yes. He likes yeah, me. No. You really like me. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, uh, you got you guys are you guys are the best. Uh just to be on your show is is an absolute honor. Uh love what you guys do. Love the the family feel and, and the rapport that y'all have, the relationship that you have kind of bleeds that over into your show. And uh I'm I'm just a fan of everything you guys do, and and I support you. So anytime I can have you on as a guest, or I can do anything to support your show, I'm here for it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Wes. Thank you so much. 